Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. That's Josh Bennett. He's here somehow. Here. And we're the golf guys. We're cracking beers on Wednesday afternoon. Cheers. Oh, not Josh. He's opening up a water. Yes. Proudly God. presented in partnership with Noonan Golf. Yes. We'll rock this Noonan Golf hat over the Noonan. weekend out and about. And I got some compliments on this Noonan Golf gear. You can get yourself this hat right here for 10% off the NoonanGolfCo.com website with the promo code FGP. That's right. Noonan. <laughs> What's up, Quag? You're here. <laughs> Uh, Quagnus is the champion of the first part of our league, so we have an expert joining us here today to discuss his names. Quagnus for this week's <laughs> DraftKings for the Valero, no, for the Valspar. Valspar. Uh, who, who, did you go with the top price? Did you go with the TPGJT, or did you click someone in the 10K range to start your lineup this week? How are you doing, Quag? Well. I think I'm going to continue kind of the strategy I've been doing all season. I got my model. I got Josh's model. Not this week, unfortunately. So that could throw a wrench into things. That's okay, though. Oh, yeah, we know kind fucked of fucked Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, boy, it's a tough build if you put a 10K name in there. I made one with Fitz, Fitzpatrick, but I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth between him and Fleetwood. So I think I'm just going to fade the 10K range. and <gasps> Yes. Ooh. And then go okay. Fleetwood. Fleetwood to start off Quagnus's lineup. Now, is that your... GPP lineup? Do you have a GPP versus cash team? This is my safe. This is my safe lineup. You have a safe lineup and you have a risky lineup. The safe lineup begins with Fleetwood. Um, Josh, I know uh, you've hey. been on your deathbed. Yeah. How are you feeling? Horrible. You sound awesome. But I'm feeling great to talk to a human. I haven't talked to a human since Sunday. Like, a, like well, face to face. Uh, well, I guess this isn't face to face, but. Yeah, I haven't seen I've... a human's face since Sunday. <laughs> Which human did you click? Did you click any 10K human? <laughs> I, uh, I, I start with Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. What, uh, you said okay. notes Why? every week, Chad. And in your yep. notes this week, you said there are potential issues with all four people in the 10K range. What are the potential issues with everybody, please? Okay, because you, you wrote that and I wasn't even sure. Well, because you are, you know, you're not listening to every single podcast that's put I out. Don't, and you don't know right. everything that the industry is telling you. So uh, let me remind you of the reasons. First remind of all, me. Justin Thomas is 10,900. That's the TPG. We typically like oh. to fade the TPG, especially if it's close to 11,000. JT yeah. coming in, having a little confidence issue with his putter at the moment. Not sure if you followed uh, Justin Thomas the last two events, but he's had a chance. He's been good, but he's been yep. frustrated by the lack of makes from even four feet away. It's terrible. So he doesn't have a putter. Neither does Jordan Spieth. $10,600. You got to pay up for him. Spieth's kind of struggling as well with his flat stick. You got Sam Birds. He forgot how to swing a golf club two weeks ago. And I guess he's last back. week figured it back out. Yeah, so he could be fine. And then Travis you got to add Matt. Fitz, Fitzpatrick's got a neck injury. He hasn't hit an iron well in months. So I don't know. I don't think I want to go up to 10,000 Fitzpatrick. Uh, so it's a little bit of a weird week. I faded all the names in the 10K range. I did that uh, same routine. Now, that's a lie because I have a GPP lineup that clicked two of the names in the 10K range, and I have my safe <laughs> pussy lineup. That's really pussy. <laughs> and 
actually, to be honest, didn't even start with anybody in the 9K range. I'm peppering the 8K range with my cash league pussy lineup. So uh, I didn't even start with anyone in the 9K range. Can you believe that? I can't. I don't don't have anybody in the 9K range in my lineup either. My my one one single lineup this week, just one. Okay, so you're did you actually do Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I did. So, so then Although you skipped I the nine thousand people. I keep telling people Fleetwood's going to win, but I picked Fitzpatrick anyway. Huh? Interesting. You well, know okay. Why I so think then Fleetwood's going to win. Why do you think Fleetwood's going to win? You have hot takes. Yeah. Uh, What's your hot take the, on Fleetwood? At, at the Genesis, they showed like okay. they showed him hit like five shots at the Genesis. He finished like twentieth or something. And those five shots, I was like, dang, Tommy Fleetwood might win a golf tournament. And then just today, I remembered that my brain said that. And I'm like, eh, fuck it. He'll just win this week. He's (laughs) averaging everything. Course history. He finished like 20th last year or whatever. Who gives a fuck? His stats are like damn near fucking average for everything. His his, uh, form in general is like, 30th, 60th, 30th, just average, just fucking all average everywhere. But fuck it. Eye you test. Right? We, we're taking the eye test from the Genesis. That's but, why I think he wins. Are we How about sure that you, for analysis? Are you sure you want to click your tea time waves? Yeah, knowing that tea time for Fleetwood <laughs> is the PM AM, which not going to work out well, I'm told. Uh, it's fine. According care. to the wind finder people. But wait, so you, I heard I heard Tommy Fleetwood is an expert wind player. Oh, I know. So you may want him then. He's actually going to be better if he's in that PMAM than the AM right. PM. Listen, people want this PM thing because on Thursday, the 16th of March, that's tomorrow afternoon, at about this time, the wind dies down where you only see gusts of nine versus 28 i don't see, I don't see any gusts that are worth caring about right there uh okay well, what about on friday the 17th according to windfinders um super those forecast. are all the same numbers those are the same numbers the whole day look at that okay so then you're saying that friday is going to be the same for everybody yeah right you're completely right whereas thursday it appears that the am people will be playing into some stronger wins versus the pm people which would lead you to do the math and understand the pm am is better than the am pm get it in your head you're gonna be screwed with fleetwood if you do that all right martins do you factor wind into your uh model not in my model i did one week i took Remember that week when you talked me out of Hovland and he started with an eagle because he was in the wrong draw? <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. out he almost won. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I took in the draw consideration. I still got six to six, but, you know, it's whatever. So, no, fuck the, fuck the draw, dude. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, fuck the draw. Okay, so we've, we're now into March. It's mid-March. It's kind of basketball season now. Weird. Uh, about to do the March Madness tournament and we were reflecting on the first couple months this is what usually happens mid-march is that you've run out of money in your DraftKings account you start to realize <laughs> that this isn't fun and that this is gambling and that actually all of the people i pay advice for and the ownership projections none of that shit leads me to answers <laughs> so it makes me question whether or not i like doing this but we do quagness we've done this now for five years what 
why? What is, what's the best way? And why is, why do we continue to do this every week, Quagman? You know, that's a really good question. Why do we continue to do this? Are you talking about the podcast or playing DFS? <laughs> oh, well, we know the podcast is for fun, so we can crack a beer and chill and talk to each other while we're at our offices and okay. eat out of realty. <laughs> and I think that's exactly what you should do with your with your DFS time is crack a beer, click some names, have fun. You can spray. Mm-hmm. There's a spray method. Mm-hmm. There's all yeah. sorts of methods. Go back over the years. Have fun. Spray people in. Take Take everyone. Uh, limit your numbers to 15 or 20 names that you like. Make them be names that you like. You were going to talk about this. I know you had that yeah, later on. Yeah, that, that may be the best way to play is to select brand names. Come up with a list of names that you click and click them over and over and again. And just every tournament, open up the board and see your names and just click them. Missed the cut last week? Who cares? Did really good? Who cares? Did really bad? Who cares? Right. Just pick yeah. your names because that's fun. That's what we're trying to do is you're going to have people that you like to watch. And maybe those people that you like to watch, they also are in the featured groups. Maybe lean towards clicking names that are av- available to watch. Because the worst thing to do is tilt some guy on Friday afternoon trying to make the cut when he hasn't been a single swing, hasn't been shown of him in two days. And what's more tilting? <laughs> Clicking some random guy that you thought made sense this week or not mm-hmm. clicking the guy that you always click because you're a fan of them and then he shoots the course record at fucking Sawgrass. <laughs> Ooh, like Hoagie? Like Hoagie, yes. <laughs> Elaborate. Did that how did that make you feel watching Hoagie? Because we I discussed was last week. I mean, I, I only got to see his 16th hole, you know, because they didn't show shit. This guy's shooting the course record. We won't go down the coverage route, but yeah, I mean, I was like, "Holy shit, look at this! This is amazing." <laughs> I was like, "Why didn't I click him? I'm an idiot." But I'm, I'm, I happily moved on from that and and enjoyed watching him, you know, break the record. So, and then I saw a clip of whoever the hell it was. Was a Colt Nose that had the previous record? Seeing that he that well, he, they were they were tied, but he he was tied with like seven other people, but he was one of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they showed he was out golfing, and then they're like, "He made it!" And he was like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that too. Um, we've done strategy podcasts over the years, and we've discussed why and what and how and where and when, who. But also, what's your goal? Are you opening up DraftKings to try to win a million bucks? Are you going onto the casino floor and trying to double your money? Are you playing the lottery here? We want to be able to figure out what your goal is. And if your goal is to get a sweat or your goal is to put yourself in a position to cash comma, get a mega profit and all you need is one lineup all you need is one bullet well you could do that in a variety of ways you can do that all sorts of different ways but you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it and what you should do is you should prepare to lose your money playing pga dfs right yeah josh that's correct yeah uh, because all we need to know is that this is impossible to predict so therefore you need to have fun that's why it's important to grab your your uh, favorite names so that you're not tilted like quagnus mentioned I want to play a game with you, too. Uh, yeah. We're going to do a little theme today, um, since there's not a lot to talk about for this tournament, because who cares? It's a Valspar. Do you, do you want to answer a question first that we don't have an answer to, but it was sure. asked anyway? Sure. Michael wants to know what we think about a prize picks pick. Any prize pick birdie matchups are better that you like? I saw JT versus Mullinax. <laughs> is that bait? No. Prize pick sometimes does give free squares, which is weird. I'm not a big prize picks guy. Uh, we don't yeah, have a prize picks people, but um, 
other people like Joe Idoni and whatever else in the tour yeah, junkies. Yeah, go get they, go get Joe Idoni's answer on that. Or we, DM we, Joe, we, yeah, for sure. We're stupid. And also okay. uh or Oren Oren Oren. Oren, we'll get to my guy Justin So That's he how I started my lap this week, actually. Win. So uh maybe I shouldn't tell you that. Aren't you in our league? Oh wait. Because league's starting oh. over. We gotta get oh. strategy there. True or false. Wow, a what a segment. Yeah, okay. So you ready for some true or false quagness? Chris yeah. is creative. Just blurt it out if you have a, if you know the answer. Click, oh. is this true or is this false? About PGA DFS. Click bad putters because they'll turn it around. True. Oh, <laughs> oh did we did we disagree already? Oh, yeah, we did. we're already oh, no. already uh, not sure about that one. Okay. True or false? Random. Ownership matters. False. 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 <laughs> true or false? Getting six of six will win you money. False. 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 This is also false. This is bullshit. You need six of six. You need to have the winner. You need to have a good 6K name. You need to have some random flyer leverage. You need to have the right contest. I mean, I there's a bunch of would write a thread about that on Twitter. Someone should write a thread. I'm sad they haven't yet. The more money that you pay for a website, the more accurate those picks are. <laughs> true. True. true right? <laughs> that, we don't know yet, actually, because we've never bought a pick. Uh, and but and guessing... nobody actually says what their results are, so we don't even actually fucking know. Right. Some of these people do reveal on Twitter that they suck at PGA DFS. And then I look into their Twitter bio and I realize, holy shit, they work for these websites that are charging a shitload of money per month. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. You never, you never hear anybody winning. Every once in a while, somebody comes out and they're like, "Damn, the lows of PJ DFS are so bad." And it's like, "Whoa, yeah." Can, when you haven't said anything about the highs, have you even ever had a high? Like, or yeah, like <laughs> I see a lot of these experts winning at NBA and NFL. Yeah, Every, everyone's that? posting screenshots. You just you even, see no consistently winning screenshots in golf because it doesn't happen. Which is funny. So that means then single entry must be easier to win. False. I, I have proof of that. Well, you have proof? Yeah, well, I'm working on it, but yeah, so far it's true. <laughs> oh, with your own life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I could tell you right now that nothing's easy to win on DraftKings. So therefore, maybe though, higher stakes is easier to win. True. That's actually true. Uh, the contest. Idiots are. Except Chad, when we've tried. When <laughs> no, I try, it's not hard. It's not easier. No, uh, contest selection is the most vital point of success. False. Um, oh, there is no success. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> and the word vital is fun to say, ah. but it, nothing's vital. But you do need to watch and monitor where you're putting your lineup and what kind of lineup you're making for the what contest you're entering. We talk about these in the, this thing, this stuff in the past. Um, off the top here, we were discussing if you can make money with scared money. Scared money cannot make money. That's true, right? That's what they say. So you need to get risky. You need to That's have uh, oh, true or false. You need to get super risky and wild with your GPP lineup. Sometimes. False. I think all we've been told is that you just need rent one 6K name. And it needs to be, it doesn't really matter who it is, it's just random. And you need to pair the right 10K, 9K, 8K, 7, 7. And one of those has to be the winner. 
Do you know what's really weird about that? There are two two very uh, popular sayings that everybody says. One, you have to be really weird and unique with the GPP lineup to win. The same people also play a shit ton of cash lineups, and they say, always put your cash lineup in a GPP. (laughs) Why? Cash lineups aren't crazy, wonky, and weird. Why would you put it there if it can't win? Why are why do those two statements always come from the same people when they don't agree? Well, they're both false statements. So that's true. The first statement is false, and therefore it leads someone to think the second statement is true. But, but the first statement was false, so therefore the second statement can't be true. <laughs> uh, true or false, Eric Quagnus? <clears throat> GPPs are a scam. <laughs> yes, they definitely are. That is true. <laughs> Uh, please pay attention to the payout structure of the GPP that you are entering. You may end up tilting a lot. If you end up having a really good lineup, but then not being able to uh, actually get any money for it because you finish second or third in the GPP and you get nothing. Right? <laughs> like those winner-take-alls, like you have to be a winner-take-all DraftKings lineup maker and player. Like If you don't, then that's a totally different breed of player, I feel like. And that's not me. That's Star Wars. Scam. Uh, I got a couple more here. Uh, Winning life-changing money on DraftKings is possible. True. True. It actually is. We have two friends that have won a lot of money and put money away for college. Joe Idoni built the kitchen or whatever he did with his money. Uh, Peppering the 8K range is better than building 10.98776. False. I think that, I, I used to I used to be on the fence of this one. I think I'm more on the lines of like peppering the AK range can help you min cash more than ten nine eight seven seven six, but ten but ten nine eight seven seven six can help you win a GPP much more sweet than an spot 8K has the answer. We never we don't deviate from sweet spot. Yes, That's sweet spot for life. Quagness, uh, true or false? This is I got a three more. Stats lead to answers. I'd say false. (laughs) That's not true. Um, Different golfers can get it done in different ways. So I think we've kind of come to the conclusion that, yeah, as much as you want and you can break it down, you can look between two golfers and compare like the $7,500 guy that has good approach and the $7,500 guy that had a good putter. And you can kind of lean maybe more towards the guy that had approach. But we also know that different golfers get it done in different ways. So strokes gained total. Accumulating it all together. Jordan Spieth. That's the type of golfer he is. You can't get mad at him for luck box chipping in or, you know, used to make a punch of putts or whatever. That's who, that's how he gains strokes. That's not the same as the big beefy uh, Joseph Bramlett guy who just bombs it out. You know what I mean? So they different strokes for different folks. Strokes gain total. How about this one? She's the OWGR. Yeah, do that. Too. <laughs> that that's relevant, right? OW, no. How about luck? What luck is a factor? Correct. Okay. So what per- this isn't a true or false anymore, so we can remove this. Oh. Sorry. Okay. How what percentage of winning and GPPs is luck? What percentage? We've, we've debated this before. I don't have a debate. I think I have the right answer. What what uh Quagnus, is it over 85% luck or is that too high? True. That sounds yes, it is over 85%. So it much is? involved. I- 
Because, like, I think they could give <laughs> I mean, my, This is the example we use. Is you could give the phone to your kid or to your wife who's never watched a single swing, and they could probably click together a pretty good lineup. They could spend the money. They could know that they shouldn't have two 6K guys or whatever. They could kind of have these principles, and that encompasses about 5% of the information. So the rest is 95% luck. Whereas I think I could increase my level of skill by even factoring weather and knowing that people factor weather and doing a bunch of research, looking at brick75.com for ownership, going to all these websites and watching the golf and knowing a golfer is in good form and knowing what it means that could increase me from 5% to maybe 15 to 20%. No, Josh, you're saying no, no. It's not, that's too much. There's, so, there's so much more that goes into golf. That, like we, okay. we can see, Oh, look at my stat model. I know. So there's so much fucking shit that goes into golf and stuff that we don't even fucking know about until like three months later so there's so like you can you can definitely think like oh, i'll run the stamina i'll look at all these things i'll look at ownership i'll look at the weather i got so much information and then there's a billion other things that can happen that just you'll never know about you'll never be able to figure out the percentage the chances of winning or the chance of luck is like 95 or higher easily okay. easily yeah and no, I mean, if you disagree please show me a person that is consistently winning golf dfs gpp specifically no i think that's that's the answer is how much what percent are people winning consistently i think the percentage of people winning consistently is like six percent there's six percent of people right. that win consistently uh, Martins, you know this very well. You were in line to win GPP, but your guy Siwoo Kim was penalized. It took a, a birdie out of his <laughs> scorecard and made it a bogey, or what did it happen? No, it, it, it was sitting on the edge and it was moving. It oh, was yeah, oscillating. Right. The rule, the rule is so fucked that like it's ten seconds you stand there and then whatever the reasonable amount of time is for you to walk up and nudge it in for another stroke, <laughs> but you didn't want to nudge it because it was moving. Which is like that's a rule. Like if your ball's in the rough and it's still moving because it's on a little hill, you're not supposed to touch it. That would be a penalty. Yet this wasn't a fucking penalty. He sat there, and I think a minute later it dropped, and it fucking cost me thousands of dollars. So I mean, yeah, it cost you the GPP, if I remember it was, correctly. It did cost. No, I was, I was literally, if I had gotten the three points from that birdie, I would have won the GPP. Yeah, exactly. So then, therefore, uh, can you do anything about that skill-wise prior to the week starting? No, just like you can't do anything about Rom fucking spraying the ball into, you know, or Spieth hitting it off that guy right next to the water and then making the cut because of it. Like, <laughs> or like, am I supposed to brag that I took Scotty Scheffler over Rory and Rom when Rom withdrew and and like Scheffler and Rory, like, you, that's just you got one right. third of the chance to get it right and you got it right that week. Like, don't pretend like you know what you're talking about. Don't tweet videos saying that you're happy that Scotty Scheffler won because you picked it, even though. You also picked Hatton to be bad. <laughs> and here's the other thing too that's funny is that listen to the winner of this one dollar short game. This guy won twenty five hundred bucks. Scheffler twenty four percent. Hovland, who's at the in the eight k range now, twenty four percent. Bad Hatton. wave too. Hatton, yeah, there you go. Bad wave too. Hatton nineteen percent. Hoagie now at seventy four hundred bucks. So he spicked, this guy skipped the nine k range. Hoagie seventy four hundred bucks at five percent. So moderately owned. Then Super Chuck Keith Mitchell emerges. At seventy four hundred dollars, seventeen percent owned, and then the th guy that made his lineup, he took a he took a shot at Min Lee and at one point eight percent, and he was only seventy three hundred bucks. Nobody in the six K range, nobody in the nine K range 
110, two eights, and three sevens. You don't even you're you're talking about the short game. That guy won the fucking millimaker maker with that lineup. Probably too, and that always happens. Yeah. Um so then much harder well, to like, win this. What what's the point of playing PGA DFS then, really? Honestly. Hope that you fun. fall on that. I didn't know. No, so you hey, gotta bro. figure out the best you gotta figure out how you will exit the week each week with a little money back with a chance to win a lot of money. So we're, we're in the lottery, but we also do understand that we're here to play 52 weeks a year. So we need to get in and out every week. We don't want our wives to wonder what are all these deposits going into DraftKings from my account from. So you kind of do want to be a little bit aware that you're spending, you're spraying dollars. This is gambling. So then Josh, you, you play one lineup, you play for low stakes, you kind of fall in love with just a few names. And then if you suck, you just, Throw it away. Throw it in the trash and move on. Yeah. Turn on turn on a different sport. Martins. You you play for 20 or you this weekend. Yeah, we got we'll talk about live in a second. We got short game lineups. We're making uh 20 lineups in the short game, they're a dollar a piece. Quagnus, you've been doing that for years with me. You were going all in on a certain guy. Have you thought about going back to that? Is that fun? Is that something you suggested advise people to do? It's it's fun until it isn't. Um, I mean, it's it it is fun actually. It is fun. I mean, it, you have to just accept that if that guy misses the cut, you're just completely fucked slightly. But, but if they win, uh, then you have twenty lineups with the winner in it. Which is so pick the know, right winner then. Yeah, I, Find I, the I, winner. You've heard some people advise, and I've agreed with them. The guys at Fantasy Golf Insider, you know, I'd subscribed to their stuff for a while. I actually enjoyed the content, although I have determined that it's just as easy to pick my own names. I don't need their names. But even in their podcasts, they always say, like, if you can have that that core, you know, kind of like Darbo suggests, too. I think that strategy is, you know, that it that would lead to profitability in a GPP lineup if you've selected those few guys the few right guys that do well and then they're in basically all of your lineups and various combinations but I, I don't know it's it's it depends on the week for me and and this is not a week where I'm gonna really be going all in on anybody I mean like I think last week I went all in on like Adam Scott and JT and it didn't really work out the greatest so um we are in the Florida swing still this is the last event at the Florida swing I think we move on to Texas after this and then we got the masters coming up the uh thing about florida is it has a lot of water however i believe yeah. that the course doesn't have as much water as the last couple of weeks this one's more tree-lined which then leads me to believe that chalk can perform or stick around versus chalk goes to die at the tpc sawgrass or the honda last year the most owned name was hovland at 22.6 percent. i've calculated ownership this week we're going to get to that in a second but you can see the I mean, it almost started last year about this time where you start seeing the ownership show names that are in the final 25, you know? So you start leaning towards the ownership is dictating who's good because reasons there's reasons why these people are wanted. Hovland was the most owned T33. You have Keegan, who we already know. Whenever Keegan is the second most owned for the week, that's never a good sign. He's probably going to have <laughs> something wrong with him, which happened last week. That happened last year at this event. He was 20% owned and missed the cut. 19% owned JT, finished T3. 18% owned Fitzpatrick, finished T5. We had a 17% owned Norn at T12. Hadwin at 17%, T7. 
the winner was at 15.4%. If you can pick the right names out of the chalky names, these are the answers, boys. Yeah. Power rankings. as we It's like. the power rankings. We know this now. So uh, should we check in with the uh, sentiment for this week? I calculated yeah. the ownership. Now, I've got a buddy. His name is Brick75.com, and he doesn't allow me to look at it until another 51 minutes. You have to wait for Brick's ownership. But uh, someone on the Internet posted Rick Run Goods. So I was able to calculate that into my own factoring. Um, all of the ownership projections that I calculate can be found on the Discord channel. We have a Fantasy Golf Pod Discord. The link is in the description of the YouTube video. If you're watching this right now, like and subscribe. We'll be here drinking beers, chilling, usually a little bit after 4 o'clock. We went early today. But, yeah, Fantasy Golf Pod Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm. Twenty. This is what I have. Now, I... Actually, don't have this. I have Jordan higher than JT, but Rick Run Good had JT higher than Jordan. But it appears that these two will be the most owned. And then you have $9,200 Hadwin, which probably gets a little boost in his ownership because Keegan withdrew and Keegan's price was similar to Hadwin. Wyndham Clark is at $8,800. He's very popular. Justin Suh is also up there. You can notice uh, Ben Griffin. He's is there uh, Victor Perez is the highest owned in the 7K range. Dylan Wu, who we had texted each other about, being yeah. confused at the Wu and then the Wu. Why is yeah. Wu D at 85 and Wu D at 68 when, in fact, they're probably more similar to each other than different? So I don't have B Wu at 11. Again, this is Chi is me for Charles Horn Eckert. Those are my initials. Um, see, I have Brandon Wu at, well, I guess I have him at 14.4. So I guess, yeah, maybe. So whatever, you can consult this spreadsheet on your own. If you want, you can have access to this every week. I do provide that for free, but anything, uh, you want to take away from that? Or does it make any decisions, uh, based on the ownership or seeing that Wyndham Clark's owned? Does that make you not want to click Wyndham Clark? We care. Makes me want to click him more now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so did you click Wyndham Clark Quagnus? Because you said you did not click the 10K range. You skipped that. Did you start with Fleetwood, did you say? I started with Fleetwood. And then did you go Clark in the 8K range? No, I, I have three names in the 9K range. In- oh, wow. You're oh. doing that routine? Yeah, so Fleetwood. Oh. And then you can think about my brand. I like good putters. So then McCarthy? Yes. And then $100 below him, Adam Hadwin. Okay. That leaves you $7,200. So you're taking three names that are in a row pretty much right here. Crazy. Yep. Almost. Uh, and then you're going in the 7K range. Well, that's a, that's an interesting start. It is. And I'm going to be going with, for some this is, again, we should probably be playing our brand. But I do have brand names in here. And one of <laughs> okay, them well, emerged in a while. Yeah, click them in. Why don't we just use – we're trying to get this over. Let's just do your whole lineup right now. So you have $7,200 yeah. left. We can look at the 8K range in a second when I talk about my lineup because I'm peppering it. So Me who's in, the, in this <laughs> low 7K range? Did you go into the 6K range then to give yourself a I little salary use the savings? price name in the 6K range that we talked about. Yeah, so D-Woo. Dylan Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. I can't I can't open up his thing as my Dino Realty email doesn't allow me to. But, okay, Dylan Wu has really good recent finishes. I, I mean, I – don't understand the price. I had him higher. I'm predicting the price on Twitter each Sunday night. I had him at $7,100. So 
There you go. Okay, so you did that, and that bumps the final two spots up to seventy-four fifty. This is a brand name that hasn't I haven't used in a long time. David Lingmurth. Oh, no. yes, click him. He is not. Oh. Missed, he hasn't missed a cut at this tournament. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. Boy. And you know I, what? I, he is? I, yeah, I looked at him on Fantasy National. I'm pulling it back up to see why. Oh, yeah, last week, 5.1 with the putter. Well, he hasn't missed a cut at the tournament. He hasn't played since 2018. No, 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 no. He hasn't played in five years. And that's okay. I don't need that. I don't need anything. <laughs> oh, he, D- David Lingmurth won the Corn Ferry Nationwide event in August last year. And he's on a he's on a hot streak right now. Look at his he either shows up, does well, or does bad. So you have a miscut opportunity. Look at these last since October 11th, 8th, missed cut, 10th, missed cut, missed cut, missed cut, 58th, 10th, 70th, 6th. That is a GPP play that he's using with his it cash. Is, it is a GPP play. Yeah. Well, you can't get all, right. all six names, so it is what it is. And then I'm going to use Nate Lashley as my last person. Yeah, that guy, that's, that's Jeez, a staple dude. in the model, usually. <laughs> I don't like this strat. I don't like this lineup for you. <laughs> this lineup sucks. This is uh, this is awful. <laughs> don't say uh, that. Well, I mean, honestly, like I'd probably stop. I wouldn't do that or this, and then I would leave. It would then allow me to pepper the AK ring. Okay, yeah. let me see what you do. What do you like in the? Oh yeah, I would do like this. Yeah, that's nice. Now but anyway, talking. yeah, you you good luck, dude. You already uh, got some money. You got two hundred fifty dollars payout for your part one win in my league. Um, that you've consistently done more of a balanced build <clears throat> routine, which is what. And this sort so of- I'm I'm taking a page out of your book. Okay, okay. so I kind of fell in love with two names in the seven K range, and they uh, are both seventy eight hundred dollars. I like this Victor Perez guy, and I like Steven Yeager. Yeah. I like their consistency. I like the fact that they're Euros, so maybe um, our regular listening audience isn't as familiar. So then you can click both of these names in, and that automatically boosts you right into the middle of the AK range. So then I just run up to the top, and I grab the first two that I see, Justin Soot and Wyndham Clark, and that puts me back down to the low part of the AK range. But we we know we love Ben Griffin. He's in good form. He's chalk. That means he's going to be good. So therefore, I'm clicking Ben Griffin, eighty four hundred dollars, and then I'm left with eighty three hundred dollars, and at least I'm just going it. T more, Taylor Moore. Yeah. So I'm Sir. I'm I'm going in on Sir. I think he could be better than Morikawa. Whoa. Yeah. Remember Whoa. when they all sat at the table together? Whoa, I Morikawa? do remember that. And Wolf was there. He's, He's let, already let out. Pod the brakes there a little bit. Sir there. is about to be the newest. Uh, cool guy to be a fan of so i want to get on in on that right now and eighty nine hundred dollars i like it recent form is good so i'm in on that peppering the ak range but that's not my gpp line should i talk about my gpp lineup or should we talk yeah. uh sure josh you want to give us your names did you give them to us i, I only gave one you did fits yeah and i have three of your names did you clark uh, uh no griffin moore and jaeger Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's get that. That's a core three. And then and then our guy D Woo that we uh, have noted is oh, wildly big, D Woo instead of B Woo. No, not that leaves 87. D Woo 
way underpriced, B woo way overpriced. Why don't you take them both? No. Mavs so McNeely. Then, Did you really? He's back. Ooh, he is back. He's, he's not broken. He's back. He's not broken. How's he back? Everyone thought and he was broken, and he's not broken. He's back. You said he's. You said he's not broken. He's back. <laughs> well, I did read today that he does like to putt from ten feet. He's like one of the best putters from ten feet. <laughs> he's, he's the best. Putt from. Oh my <laughs> god! Look at his look at his stats the last three times out. Oh my god! Last five measured event. No, six of the last. Four of his last six measured events in putting, he's gained over 6.2 strokes putting. <laughs> That's a, that is a, is a recipe for Yeah, this is a Montgomery situation where you're like, this oh, he's, a, he's due to lose. And, and yet I'm getting shit for fucking Lumberth here, and we got this guy. Wow, here. these are two com- very completely different players. Um, yeah, Lingworth is a fucking trash bag. Yeah, what are you talking well, about? Lingworth? That's not that Lingworth sucks. Wait, are we, wait, do we just compare Lingworth to McNeely? I'm not changing shit. I don't care what you guys well, say. Well, Lingworth's like sixteen hundred dollars less than McNeely. Fuck off. Yeah, and it's it's a terrible it's a huge savings for me and a terrible price for a guy who's only putting good to make cuts. How old is David yeah. Lingworth? Is Mav too rich to win? I don't know, maybe. Who cares? He doesn't need to win at 87. Yeah, Matt barely cares about money. All right, so... Um, <laughs> all right, uh, my ownership I did. Okay, how about I give you my GPP winning lineup? Yeah. Oh. I peppered the top, boys and girls. I took the two friends, JT and Jer- Jordy, together. Friends. Yeah. The very best friends that, ever, that anyone could ever have. Well, <laughs> and then I realized, okay, if I'm going to take the two best friends that anyone could have at the top of the pricing, I have to go... Uh, down to um, the two bros, Wes. the Woo Bros. Brian. Oh, I'm taking Wesley Bryan at $6,300. Yes. Each That's week awesome. on uh, the PGA Tours website, they have a media site. They have um, sometimes some pre-tournament notes, and in those notes, I typically find the nuggets and tweet them at the Fantasy Golf Pods Twitter account. And there's a nugget showed me Wesley Bryan has a really good scoring average at the course, and. Wesley Bryan was not going to be able to play here unless he did something last time he played at the Puerto Rico Open or something like that. So he was able to get himself into this event, which now we know Wes Bryan's chill and he's playing with house money at a course he likes. I'm in. For 63, I'm doing it. Sure. Um, I'm also going a little bit more on my – so I made narrative lineups this week. You guys know I do that? Yeah. You quit doing them for a while. Why did you do that? Um – when I don't have a lot of time or I feel like, I mean, it's obviously a waste of time no matter what, but uh, <laughs> what's funny is that I have a couple new followers on Twitter that are friends of mine, IRL in real oh. life. And uh, I did the thing for, um, I did the narratives for the players or I don't know, sometime and someone texted me about it and was like, that's really funny. And they had never seen them before. And I was like, weird. That's different. That Someone could have not <laughs> seen these before. So I was like, Oh shit, maybe I'll start doing these again and try to, you know, boost my Twitter followers. I need five thousand followers. I'm almost there. You do? What do you need five thousand for? So that I can <laughs> say that I got five. <laughs> How many followers you, do you have? You get, almost five thousand. When you get five thousand, are you going to do a sick giveaway to all your followers? 
No, I'm waiting then, for a couple of closings that I have in April, and then I'll have I'll be flush with funds. And then I was going to order T-shirts, and then I was going to start throwing and giving those away. Uh, but I don't have any money right now to do that. <laughs> okay, so I went with Wesley Bryan paired with the two boys at the top. And in my research for the narratives, I discovered a couple things about windy conditions, hard conditions. I'm told that this is going to be hellish out there. Oof. Where are they? They're in uh, Palm Harbor. Ooh. Therefore, I'm going Joel Damon. Oh, yes. And I also, in my pre-tournament notes I've downloaded from the PGA Tours media site, have been told that Joel Damon has had a bunch of top fives or something this year. You guys forget about this? Maybe. Uh, Wait, he started the fall swing. Was wing. that way back when nobody was playing except for him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, back to back to back, fifth, ninth, and third. Yeah, I was in August or no, uh, November. I love it. So let's get back to that, Joel. Let's oh, yeah. go back to that. that was when nobody was playing. And nobody was playing, <laughs> but the Houston Open score, winning score was um, minus, oh, I guess it was minus 16. Never mind. But also, nobody's playing this week either. So, oh, that's true. And so, whatever. Um, I feel like Joel, he is in the news lately or last week about how oh, this new Netflix show is making me Ricky Fowler and no, you know, I don't, I can't even do anything anywhere and go anywhere. Cause now everybody knows who I am and take their shirt off, wave it around their head like a helicopter at me. So I think he's now put that out there and said that he's the type of, he's really mentally weird where like, if he says something like that, maybe the next week he'll actually be like, yo, I need to channel it now. And we've seen this weirdness from him, even to the point where he'll have a bad first front nine, tell his caddy Gino, I'm fucking out of it. And Gino will be like, shut up, dude, try a little harder next nine holes. And then he goes and shoots like 32 and makes the cut or whatever. He just has this ratchet up his game ability. So I feel like there it is. Now it's the time. And we're in a GPP world, so I'm using Damon in that world. Okay. Um, and then Shank also appeared on the harder courses list yeah. for um, playing well in difficult conditions or low scoring conditions, in which, you know, I tried to ignore it. I tried to not use it, but he kept popping. So I'm, you know, I'm more like looking like it's a model guy in Shank, 71. And you have 0.0 concerns that he's on his 10th straight week of golf. No, because his wife tweeted at Bagels <laughs> that he may be out there on the road because he doesn't like her. <laughs> did you see that? God, I and did see that. His baby's due in a Soon, few months. Like in month. a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, so he's got to play. He's got to do well. He's got to cash a comma or two for a win. All right, and then that leaves me $7,600, so I have a lot of options in that way, and oh, I chose no. Will Gordon. No. Oh, I listen God. to the Preferred Lines podcast. It's a podcast my buddy Joe Idoni does. He does it Monday nights, usually with a guest. It's yeah. a great podcast. It is a Found great on podcast. iTunes. YouTube and he likes Watch Will Gordon. He's he's like an actual Will. smart guy. He might be who has, who has won some dollars before. Yeah, he won 150,000, no, 112,500 on DraftKings. Um he literally wins bets like a lot more than anyone I know. Yeah. For golf. Watch so that's my GPP if, you want, if you want good information. So how do you feel about that? It's crap. What about um... – <laughs> oh, I can't do it. I was going to pull up the live stuff. Shit. 
but I can't. But I made a lineup that included Patrick Reed, Matt Wolf, and Bryson DeChambeau. Ooh, love that. Our guy, our guy Oren says uh, Wesley Bryan is only a YouTube golfer now, so you should probably take him out of your lineup. That is true. He's very mentally weak, but I think I could have him put four rounds together at the course that he kind of enjoys coming off of a good week at the Puerto Rico Open. So he's got good vibes. Martins, what have we seen out of a lot of these people that kind of show up in this kind of situation? It's their, they know that this is how they're going to pay their bills for the year with a finish here. And so this Wesley Bryan, he shows up as this is at Augusta. He's literally at the Masters in his mind. And I, I hate to say that some people show up and they're mentally not ready for it or they're actually like in it more than others. But I think that we've noticed that this happened. So I like Wesley Bryan to pretend it's the Masters and to win. Or at least make a cut. All you need to do is make the cut. And yeah, I know. Uh, a win's aggressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think actually the three of us, maybe even we'll add in – uh, Darbo for the conversation, but we need to get the golf guys back together. There's a lot to discuss. There's been a lot of uh, things on the Twitter with this rollback. I mean, they're trying to roll the ball back. That irritates John. I got a great idea about that, actually. Uh, Martins gave me a great idea how to fix that today. Okay. During the show, it popped in my brain when he was talking about something. Maybe I'll, I'll disclose <laughs> that another time. Yeah, make a tweet about it? it, and then we'll discuss it. Maybe we'll get together on a Saturday if our wives allow it have a beer live on the internet and discuss like the PGA tour schedules changing and everyone's upset about certain things about that. We haven't really gotten into that. We haven't really uh, railed on or made fun of or specifically called out anyone in the content industry about being stupid or doing something stupid. So it'd be nice to give some specific examples of people out there in the content world saying things or leading sheep to slaughter. So I love looking at that <laughs> stuff and then reporting it. Um, we haven't even talked about the Netflix show that, uh, Quagnus, how many episodes did you, uh, barrel through? Did you Just get through Damon? Oh, okay. So you got through Damon because Josh and I got to a point where it, it then felt like a chore to watch these things. So I know that Josh hasn't even finished. I stopped. Thing. I stopped before the seventh one. Seventh one is the gala and, uh, Mito, I think. Right. Yeah. I started it. I'm I'm dead on the fucking couch on uh what day is today? Wednesday? On mm-hmm. uh, Monday night. I'm just dead. And I'm like, I could watch something on Netflix and there here it pops up. Do you want to continue watching uh the yeah. whatever the fucking full swing? I hit yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I watched five minutes of the Thigala one. I turned that shit right off. I went to I started watching uh Drive to Survive, the Formula <laughs> One show. Way better. Crazy. <laughs> I think Netflix sent their C team for the PGA. I don't think I think that Netflix didn't think the show was going to be good, so they didn't send their good team there. Well, it's coming it's back for trash. season two, so we could talk about that or the Tiger uh, Woods girlfriend lawsuit. There's a lot to discuss. That could be a oh. random golf guys program. Martin, do you got some time for that? Maybe for a beer? Yeah, I just looked okay, at my so, calendar on Saturday, Friday. Looks good. Yeah, we'll try to do it late night you know, without an announcement and maybe you guys can join us live and be around. So there you go. Think about that. Think about this. Forget about what everyone else is telling you to do. Forget about the content people that are leading you to certain names. Do whatever the hell you want. Play for fun. These touts, this person next to me, Quagnus, he's not an actual expert. I'll be right back. Oh, (laughs) the program's almost done. I'm doing the the exit. 
Don't play for more money than you can afford to lose. And if you do have a problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or you can go find a website that will help you out. And it's not there's no shame in playing for a dollar or even less, 25 cents. We did that for a whole year or two where we learned how to play DraftKings off of $5 a week. And so we, when we lost the $5, we didn't feel so bad. Have fun, right? All right, good luck out there. Go to NoonanGolfCo.com. NoonanGolfCo will – with Boy, promo code baby. FGP, we'll get you 10% off their website. And I like this hat. It's been good to me. It is a got good hat. Compliments on it, the colors. They got their I'm gonna get a towel. Their towels are really cool. Nice. All right, bye, Quagnus, even though you're not here. Play the music, Jish. <laughs> he said, I'll be right back. We're be right back, even though there's a minute left. Show off. Uh, what a... <laughs> where, where is he coming back? Come back to show it. I heard his kid. <laughs> Peace out, Josh. <laughs>